Hey folks, it is Steph, your plucky podcast showrunner, here to tell you, as always, to listen all the way to the end of this episode, because if you do, you will get the honor of listening to two great podcast trailers that will hopefully entice you to mosey on over to their feeds for their shows. First up is Southbridge, a story about the end of the world, or so they think. Southbridge is a speculative fiction audio drama podcast set in the year 2050 that follows survivors who, after an apocalyptic event, struggle to make sense of their world while awaiting a rescue that may never come. Think apocalypse plus reality show plus dystopia, and you've got Southbridge. (laughs) Give the trailer a listen, and if it's your jam, go over to southbridgepodcast.com and enjoy some more. The second trailer is for the Storm Chasers podcast, in which pirates, monsters, and magic lie in wait in the wandering sea. If you're a fan of swashbuckling adventure, which you may very well be if you're a Spectre fan, this show will definitely scratch that itch. Four episodes are currently available to binge, and as you listen, you're sure to feel the rocking waves rolling beneath you. Who knows, you may even feel inspired to go on a pillaging raid yourself after you listen to the episodes. Just, you know, don't hurt anyone, (laughs) okay? (laughs) If you love what you hear, go show them some love and subscribe to their feed. Alrighty, that's all I have for you. I hope you have a great time listening to Spectre's fourth episode, Claws the Size of My Arm. Spectre is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. have one new message sent yesterday at 23.14. Hey, it's me. Um, I'm leaving the unit. I, I can't really give you any details, obviously, but I've been reassigned. Some sort of trial. Hell, even I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm calling because... Well, because of my reassignment... I won't be calling you anymore. I mean, I can say that I'll try to call, but we both know how that goes. I'd rather not make any absolute statements or promises that I probably can't keep. It doesn't even matter, though, does it? It's been months. Why am I letting you know why you won't be hearing from me when you failed to provide me the same courtesy? I guess this is for me. To make sure I don't do to anyone what you did to me. To your family. To everyone. It was really shitty. You know that, right? To just disappear. To take an assignment and not give anyone any sort of heads up. How selfish do you have to be? I'm I'm sorry. That's not fair. I'm not calling you to yell you. I know you have responsibilities just like I do. It's just hard, you know? I I miss you so much. And not knowing anything, whether you've been hurt, killed, you could have even found someone new. It's hard. And I waffle between anger and sadness stupid rapidly all the time. I think after eight months, I'd have a better handle on my emotions, or even the situation as a whole. But I don't. I'm a mess. An utter fucking mess. 
And now I have to leave. And you won't be able to find me if you come back. But at least you'll have this, right? You'll know that I'll always wait for you. That I think about you constantly. That I love you. It's really important to me that you know that. Well, anyway, I've got to go. It's almost midnight and I need to pack and try to get at least a little sleep before briefing at 0600 tomorrow. I've been in this temp room on the base for the last couple of weeks, so I don't have much. And, and they also said that I won't be needing anything where I'm going. One of those all-inclusive sort of deals, I guess. Gods, this is so stupid. I, I should know where you are, what you're doing, something, anything. Please just know that I am choosing to believe that you're alive, happy, healthy, kicking ass on some amazing undercover mission that's changing the galaxy, or even the whole goddamn universe. So, bye, I guess. I'll talk to you later. I hope. I love you. You have no more new messages. Let's go without him. We'll have to, unfortunately, but that means either Grape or Macy will need to be in charge of the ship while we're out. Oh, okay. We can do it together. I see no problem with this. It also means that we'll be without medical support for the mission and down one set of hands. Between the three of us, we should be okay. Agreed. The payload should be pretty easy to grab. Alright, decision made then. Atta, what is our strategy? I thought you'd never ask, darling. So... This door here at the top left, that's our entry point. We'll need to monitor from a distance to make sure, but my initial surveillance suggests that it's relatively unguarded. Maybe two or three guards posted outside, easily neutralized with one of my sleepy time canisters. Any windows or other spots for sharpshooters? None. There's a potential spot up on the roof, but I haven't seen any activity since we arrived. We'll still need to keep an eye on it. Already noted in the briefing documents. And acknowledge. I'll monitor as we approach. After we force our way through the entrance, we'll need to head to the right, down this hallway, left here, and then here. This room. 
that's where the payload should be. We'll be looking for a crate of some sort, sizes variable, with a fleur-de-lis printed on it. No other physical identifiers. Do you have any intel on what's waiting for us inside the facility? Not much. With a facility this size, I don't imagine there will be a ton of resistance, but I don't want to say that and get blamed if we meet a ton of people inside. Well, luckily our client was able to give us basic numbers and details. Granted, that information is quite outdated, I highly doubt the passcode they provided will still work, but it's something at least. If you want to hook into their systems when you get there, I can do a bit of digging into the surveillance cameras if they have any. That could give us some visibility on what's going on inside. Hopefully we won't need that, but we'll keep you posted. Okay, that's it then. Everyone report to the launch bay, T-30 minutes. Aye. Aye. Eddie? Yes, Macy? Is there anything Grape and I should be doing here while you're out? Just make sure the ship stays in one piece. And check in on Garin and Roe every once in a while. We should be able to manage that. Oh, absolutely. It'll be fun, won't it, Grape? I'm not convinced fun is the right word. Any other questions? Nothing at this time, sir. Okay, head on out. I've got some stuff to do to prep for deployment. Aye, aye, Eddie. Come on, Grapey-poo. We can make a game of it. We'll have a great time. First, you and I can set up a schedule of rounds. We'll have to compare notes and see what our favorite parts of the ships are. Because I don't want to do, like, rounds on your favorite part of the ship. Spectre, open a secure line to Lillian. Lillian. Lillian, Edward, how are you? Oh, you know how it is. Hobnobbing with the elite might seem like a right jolly time, but if I have to talk with one more pompous blowhard with a vendetta against the free market, I might just tell them what I actually think. I'm sure you'll be the epitome of class and tact as always. (laughs) I'll try. What's our status on the Finchifellian Center? We're in orbit around the planet. There were a few minor setbacks, but we're on schedule to set off in around 45 minutes. ETA is two hours. Setbacks? Nothing to worry about. I can fill you in on everything once we're back. Atta prepped us just a moment ago, and we're hoping to use the information provided by the client to gain entry and passage. I wouldn't bank on that information being 100% current. We're not. We have Macy on standby to hack into their systems if we need it, but hopefully it'll be a quick in-and-out process. Good. I'll expect a full report upon your return. Yes, ma'am. As an added caveat, the client has stressed to me the importance that this cargo not be damaged in the slightest. Not even a scratch. Do you understand? Understood. Payload will be considered fragile. Okay, I'm off. Bureaucracy waits for no one. Be careful. We always are. I mean it. In and out, no need for any collateral damage. Understood. Edward out. Alright, everyone sound off. I have a visual on two external guards. I've got two more on my side. Drone shows nothing on the roof, or the rear. Only one here to the south. Any idea why this so-called center is out in the middle of damn nowhere? The further away from civilization you are, the more private you can be, I guess easier to control surroundings. This is sort of overkill, though, isn't it? Not anything else for hundreds of kilometers around. It does make me wonder what sort of cargo we're picking up, especially since Lillian gave us the order to retrieve the payload at all costs. What was 
Wasn't as she said about it being fragile. No damage, not even a scratch. We'd better have tacked on an extra charge for that. Lillian didn't say, but knowing her, it's sorted. Hey guys, I have some activity over here. Anything happening over there? Negative. My two were posted up against the wall outside the door. No movement. Same here. Both of mine are heading out towards me. Weapons up. I don't think they're coming after me, but they're definitely headed in my direction. Something has them spooked. Maintain your position. Play it safe and do not engage unless absolutely necessary. We have orders to be as low conflict as possible. Aye. One of them is hanging back while the other advances. They're looking somewhere behind. Wait a minute. Warren, report! Great. Medbay again. Well, at least they don't have me in restraints this time. A heart monitor, blood pressure, neural activity. Man, they really do have a full setup here. Wait. What? What happened? Why am I in here? Oh shit, that's right. Where is he? No. Not again. Control it. Breathe. Do you talk to yourself often? Gods, you scared me. Grape, I presume? Yes. How did you know? Lucky guess. Doubtful. I imagine someone told you there was a non-human named Grape on board. Being that I am not human... You could have easily inferred that I am the referenced Grape. Yeah, okay. Uh, where is Garen? Is he okay? Garen is resting in his berth. Macy and I are monitoring the ship while the rest of the crew is on a mission. That's not what I asked. Is he okay? He has some nasty bumps and bruises, but nothing too serious. Oh, thank gods. I thought the worst. Your gods had little to do with it, but I'm sure Garen appreciates the concern and goodwill. So, do you? Do what? Talk to yourself often. I don't make a habit of it, I think. You know what? I don't know. That answer is... vague. Yes. Yes, it is. Was the damage you caused intentional? I I'm sorry, what? You broke equipment and caused Garen physical harm. Was it your intention to do so? Of course not. I, I didn't mean to do any of that. Okay. Are you in pain? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm okay. I feel almost normal, honestly. Please, don't touch those. We cannot remove them until Garen is able to tend <sighs> Okay. So, Grape, is it? Yes, it is. Macy was the one who told me about you. Apparently, you're great. Macy is biased, but yes, I have many positive qualities. <laughs> Your honesty is refreshing. Why would I be anything but honest? You wouldn't, I guess. What do you do on board? I am the Chief Horticulture and Sustenance Specialist. Hmm. 
sounds important. Without my expertise, everyone on this ship would starve to death. So it is important then? I am inclined to agree. What do we use here, hydroponics? Partly, yes. Seeds must first be germinated, but that process never really ends due to the celestial... Shit, what was that? Are you alright? <sighs> I don't know. Stay here. Well, it's not like I could get up with all of these wires anyway. Yes. Please don't remove those. Great. Macy, get Garen to the med bay and get a bed ready now. Macy, I'm in the med bay now and will prep the bed. You fetch Garen. Copy. What's happening? It appears the mission did not go as planned. Someone's hurt? Edward would not have asked for a bed if someone wasn't here. What can I do? Nothing. Stay in your bed, please. Out of the way. Where's Garen? He's on his way. What happened? We ran into some unexpected complications. I checked every Ugh. area and I never saw one of those things. Not a single That's one. It. Now's not the time. Great. Where is Garen? On his way. Garen, ETA. Almost there. Coming as fast as we can. Uh, Warren, how are you feeling? Ducky. That's it. Stay with us, okay? Garen's almost here. He's not a magician, Ed. Shut up, you idiot! Or at least not an idiot! Finally! He was attacked by some sort of wild animal. Okay, everyone, back up. Get out of here. Let me work. Want me to stay and help out? Yeah, please. Get Ro out of here, too. But the wires... Take them off. She's fine. Ro, how do you feel? Mm. Fine? See? She's fine. Out. Now. So what happened? What was it that attacked Warren? I don't know, but it was big. He had no chance. Well, I wouldn't have even stood a chance in my suit. Would have tore right through the armor. Scotch? Yes, please. Yes. What did it look like? Neither of us got a close look at it. Only saw that it was covered in scales and fur. Looked mean. Angry. And it had claws the size of my arm. I'd say they were the size of my suit's arm. Didn't you all have body cams or something? We're not that sophisticated, unfortunately. I could see if my suit recorded anything. I doubt that finding out what attacked him exactly will help. It'd help me find it later, so I can kill it and mount its head on my wall. I would like a snack, too. Does anyone want anything while I'm up? Uh, No, I'm good, thanks. He wasn't showing any other signs of trauma. Just the physical damage, right? What if the claws were poisonous? Don't think so. He'd probably be dead if that were the case. Grape. I could go for some strawberries. They're not ready. Still? Still. I don't know that they're safe for human consumption yet. I'll be your test subject. Fine. But it's your funeral if they kill you. (sighs) Just face my cadaver. No service necessary. I'll have died a happy woman. Garen will take care of him, Ro. He's the best, and he's seen much worse than this. I'm actually going to get myself a beer, if that's all right. Help yourself. It's been brewing long enough. Atta, I'd not even thought to ask. Did you find it? The payload with the fleur-de-lis? Oh, I found it all right. When I'm good, I'm good. Hey! I helped! Hey, you did, little whippersnapper. Couldn't have done it without you. 
What are you talking about? Well, we didn't go down there just to smell some flowers. We had a large box that we had to retrieve. Lillian's orders. A box? Of what? Dunno. I do as I'm told. <laughs> like hell you do. Here are your strawberries. Ro, we don't know what's in the box. That's for Lillian to tell us if she deems it necessary. Gosh, I need this. Boy, it was heavy though. Ada could barely hold it up, even with her suit on. Can I have one of those? Uh -uh. Hey! Either are mine. You'll have to talk to Grape about getting your own. But Macy's right. The damn box nearly broke one of my shoulder joints. I'll get some for you, Macy. Thank you, Grapey Poo. Even so, good work. I assume it's in the cargo bay. Uh-huh. Ada loaded it up right before you got to the emergency shuttle with Warbly. Excellent. He's gonna be okay, right? Yes, Macy. Warren will be fine. Okay, great. So, the strawberries. I've got some notes. They what? They got it. One of them was pretty badly wounded by a wild Froluid, but they got it. So, they somehow broke into our remote data center, pinpointed the exact server that housed all our critical, highly sensitive data, and left with it without any interference on our part. Yes. And then, they also hacked into our security system and deleted all the CCTV footage so we can't possibly know who did this? Yes, Dr. Emus. The facility was never designed for any sort of defense. It's incredibly remote, and we never keep more than a handful of staff on hand at any given time. We've never had any reason to bolster its security. I mean, shit, only a dozen people even know it exists. I'm sure you can imagine my disappointment. Of course I do. I don't understand how they even knew where- The how is not what's important. We need to understand the why. I know. But Lift the live recall. If the asset is damaged irreparably, we'll make do and gather what data we can. Start over if needed. Recovery agents have approval for shoot to kill. Carl, that's... Do it. But... Do it. Yes, sir. You have just been listening to Spectre, an indie sci-fi audio drama podcast. I'm Steph Howerton, the creator and showrunner, and I am so glad that you chose to spend some time with us today. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you could rate and review Spectre on your podcast platform of choice. It's a really great and easy way to help new listeners find the show, and the more people who listen, the more we can do in future episodes. This episode featured the voice talents of myself, Steph Howerton as Roe, Alan Chan as Warren Lee, David Alt as Edward Whitlaw, David S. Deer as Garen Bykirch, Tel Minear as Macy Vincent, Newton Shadokadi as Atalanta Harris, Stephanie Tobin as Lillian Dunn, Marcus Rothenberg as Grape, Kareem Cronfley as Dr. Carl Amos, Lindsay Zana as Dr. Cicely Bennett, and Auburn Stevens as The Automated Voice. Sound design by Brad Colebrook and music by Tim Roscoe. For a written list of credits and a transcript of this episode, please visit SpectrePod.com. That's S-P-E-C-T-R-E pod.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter or Instagram via the handle at SpectrePod. 
Thank you so much again for spending part of your day with us. There are a plethora of great podcasts to listen to out there, and I'm so honored that you opted to listen to Spectre. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Say when you die, your whole life flashes before your eyes. I must be living the longest version of that. Welcome home, friends. Huh? I expect quite a thrilling finale. How much damage is this thing gonna do? We'll find out. Game on. Hand me the gun. <laughs> is it possible to die in slow motion? Do not let them win. You put a gun in front of a man and convince him that he's crazy, he'll turn it on himself. Four billion people watching dead air right they, now. They who? Dead air. Mass media manipulation at its finest. You were right. This is Trash TV. All right, everyone. We got three new crew members joining us. Why don't you three go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hey, everyone. I'm Dodds. I'm Quinn. I'm Jackie Brightwood, captain of Ambition's Promise. Maybe you would know me as Jacqueline Brightwood, Scourge of the Sea. I don't think he's heard of you. Ugh. I can't believe this is where my life is. Taking a test to see if I'm worthy of being on a crew? I was the captain of a ship earlier today. I'm sure you'll get your ship back in no time. Sounds like a pretty fun adventure if you ask me. What is it with you and adventures, Dodds? Nothing exciting ever happened in Arcanon. I always wanted to go on adventures like the heroes and all the stories. What with the great storm behaving how it is, people aren't so keen to go out on the sea lately. The great storm is a beast you should never hope to tackle. It's got a bigger bite than any rainstorm you've ever been through, I can promise you that. I didn't join this crew to make friends. I did it to get paid and have a roof over my head. Our relationship ends when the anchor hits the water. Haha, <laughs> and that's what it's like to go up against an Alpha Villas mirror. So, you're a mage? Y- yeah. Manabolt! I did it! But you saw him. Captain Cross, are you certain? Is this how you treat them? That's not how a captain's supposed to act. Are you here to challenge me, Dodds? No. I'm here to take you down! I shall give you this one gift. The gift of a swift death at the hands of Captain Cross, the first captain to ever sail the Wandering Sea. You have no idea the kind of mistake you've just made! Come on, Quinn! To adventure! I'm starting to think I shouldn't have hitched my ride to this guy. Listen to the Storm Chasers on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Or watch an animated version on YouTube by searching Storm Chasers Podcasts.